Wait a bloody second. If you are listening to this on the day of release, that means you have less than 24 hours to pre-order the shirt or the poster. Or the shirt and poster combo that lets you save a fiver. We're going to mention in the episode the live show a couple of times. Tickets have already sold out by this point. My deepest apologies. We underestimated demand and the uh, venue we booked was simply too small to allow everyone who wanted to attend. So those are sold out. I'm ever so sorry. But you can absolutely still buy a shirt. I will be ordering them on the 17th. So you have to get those orders in before midnight GMT on the 16th of March. All right, enjoy the fucking pod. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill Jason Bourne, Mm. I guess. We're in, right. we're in a transitional phase in this podcast <laughs> because we are that, we're on the cusp we're on the cusp of killing the coward James Bond and doing something new and emerging from our sort of Bond chrysalis. Uh, but in the meantime, until the live show when we can finally do that, we're going to have to do something else. And I thought, what's a useful counterpoint to James Bond other than the two thousands? Slightly grossier, slightly uh, thinkier uh, series, Jason Bourne. Beginning, yeah, we're, of course. We're on our little, our little uh, mid-season break. You know, we're on a little sojourn, a little sojourn. Absolutely, a, a sojourn. Like. Oh, so and we, we begin... should plug the live show again, like now, because I guarantee there will, there will be a lot of people who didn't listen all the way through the podcast last time. That's true. Yeah. No, it would be a sold out. Eighth yeah. yeah. of April. Put some time aside. <laughs> on on yeah. the eighth of April, maybe be up by the time it, this in is in London. Sold out. Sorry, there will be a live show. All of us will be at it. We will kill James Bond, and you can help. Yeah, no, I still I sold out. Yeah, um, I, I mentioned it on stream a while project. ago, and everyone was like, "What?" Because <laughs> you can't listen to the whole podcast. You got to listen to you all of to. it. You have to. The end matter is not just admin. Um, but we begin with the Sojbourn identity. Uh, the first one of these came out 2002. Um, they, they made this, well, they, they were in the process of making this pre 9 11. The original release date was 7th of September. And then for uh. reasons, they pushed it back a bit to the point where it came out in 2002. So this is like technically a post 9 11 movie, but spiritually a pre 9 11 movie. And this is going to like explain a few things about it, I think. Mm-hmm. But we begin with very little fanfare. Uh, you don't even get like the the noise over the studio logos. Uh, we begin in the Mediterranean, south of Marseille, where a few guys, some fishermen, are doing a couple of dudes. Yeah, they're, they're they're doing the ultimate fisherman activity, which is getting absolutely filthy and playing cards with your boys mm-hmm. in like a heaving oh, yeah. sea. Um, and one of them goes out for, I guess, to maybe do some fishing. He's remembered what what his job is. And he sees uh, like what he thinks is a dead body floating in the sea with a little like flashing strobe marker on it. So they haul that guy aboard 
And it's none other than wet Matt Damon. Mm, a very young right. Matt Damon. He looks very, very, little, very little boyish. Baby. Yeah, a little infant. <laughs> the, the infant Matt Damon is delivered onto a fishing boat. Yeah, absolutely. He's this cute guy. And they the love all Matt Damon. <laughs> so what they do with wet Damon is they don't like call the coast guard or anything. Uh, they just Shit, put him on a table. What, Wet Damon? No, they should have called somebody. I'm surprised uh, they didn't. Now that you've said that, I'm like, why didn't they do that? Yeah, I've identified... This is the problem with this movie, is you can identify plot holes in it very easily and, like, pick it apart. And I don't the really is, want to do that, but you can't help it sometimes. Fishermen very much have the sort of, like, wolf instinct, where if they hmm. find an abandoned boy, <laughs> they will just adopt him. Yeah, he was Aww, raised by he's, fishermen. He's by fishermen. Taught uh, the ways yeah. of the sea. I mean, he really is, right? Because, like, yeah. they they nurse him back to health and they teach him their ways because yeah. they think he's dead. He, like, twitches a bit and they realize he's not. And their, I guess, 19th century ship's doctor decides to do some surgery on him, um, takes two bullets out of his back, and then a little, um, like, canister out of his hip. Yeah, he's which... got, like, a little capsule thing. And the, yeah. the fisherman surgeon presses a button on this capsule and it projects an address in Zurich and a numbered bank account, which is like straight away insanely cool. Like Yeah, it's a great conceit. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah, so good. Also, I will point out the second thing that he does with this, having realized that it shines a little laser light, is to shine <laughs> it directly does. into his own eyes. Yeah, nice <laughs> he sees when it lights up, points it straight into his own eye and goes, oh fuck. And then puts it <laughs> and shines it on the wall. So yeah, and, Wet and, and Damon that, attacks. Wet Damon attacks him. Uh, he he like attacks him. He wants to know who he is, where he is. He doesn't have any memory uh, because he doesn't this even is, know his name. Is, no, he has amnesia, and he's just been found like this. Mm. And so what happens is that they do just raise him as their own, right? They give him the fisherman ensemble of like extremely gross cable knit sweater. And like yeah, big baby. waterproof pants, and then oh. he just he just fishes for a bit until they get back into. I'm not even sure whether it's Italy or France, but like Europe generally. Sadly, um, however, before they hmm. get back, the film immediately like ruins the most interesting thing about it because this this is like a great setup for a mystery. Is like this yeah. guy has to go on and, and discover who he is, and like it would be a very very interesting mystery. Were it not for the fact that as soon as he passes out again, having had the bullets taken out, we cut to CIA headquarters in Langley, and somebody goes, uh, somebody reports into the oh, uh, have, head guy's office. I have office. the drop. Mission failed. Yeah. Mission so failed. So immediately we'll we pose time. this interesting question of like, oh, who is this guy? And then it's immediately answered by, oh, he's CIA. Yeah, so he's, he's a CIA guy. They should have uh, left that Jason out. Bourne. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, more like the CRT, given all the fucking monitors they have. In yeah, that I made a note of the monitors. Nice, very cool. It's, it's it's so so dated. It's weird, right? Because a lot of this this movie is like meant to seem modern, and it's it's twenty years ago, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of this shit doesn't exist anymore, and it just made me feel very old. But the guy who who hears that the mission has failed uh, is going to be our kind of villain, one of the villains for the yeah, show. Yeah, he's, he's not uh, named in the thing. He's named in the credits as Conklin. He's Chris Cooper. Yeah. And if you know the actor Chris Cooper, you know that he loves Ex yeah. this kind of role. Yeah, like, he's the American Alan Rickman. He's Exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. He's I don't good. play villains, I play very interesting people. Um, So, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the guy who's Wet Damon gets into, um, I guess, Italy, I guess. Um, yeah. And the 
the fishermen who have raised him, his fish parents, have had a whip round to give him enough money to get to Switzerland so that he can investigate so nice. what's in this thing. Yeah. It's so nice of them. I, just this movie has a great deal of respect for the noble fishermen. Yeah. Absolutely. I love put him in an escape pod, he flees the boat. <laughs> He's the last son of the fishing boat, and they're like, you, you, you <laughs> are some, go out into the world and always represent the values of the SS mermaid that we're on. We don't even learn the name and of the Always represent the values of the SS. Um, so Remember he, the ways no. of the fishermen. <laughs> so, he, so he immediately forgets the ways of the fishermen and gets on a TGV to Zurich. Um, using the power of editing because yes. we we see that he has retained some skills like he he speaks french and german and he knows mm -hmm. how to tie knots but he doesn't know his name or his backstory um and he also uh, has gained the superpower of disappearing using a wipe edit so this is something this he does multiple so times much. in the film yes. is that something goes across this. the camera and then jason bourne disappears behind it and we're like ah yes that's editing i i i count four instances of this and it's meant to be like ah oh, he's like a ghost he's invisible um and it's like it just looks like a bad cut yeah, yeah, it looks like a bad cut, or you imagine that the thing moving in front of the screen is like he's just sprinting behind it yeah. to stay yeah, out. He's of, like out crouching. Of I thought it was a mistake it. the first time. It's like, oh, fuck. So, so he gets on a TGV. You're watching the movie like, oh fuck, we've lost Damon. <laughs> so he gets on ah. a TGV to Zurich, uh, where he sleeps on a park bench because uh, I guess the fish money didn't stretch to like a uh, hostel or anything. Mm -hmm. um, and the two most comically accented Swiss cops come and try to give him a hard time over it. Uh, they, they like try to move him on. They ask him for his ID. He doesn't have any ID. He's got amnesia. Uh, so at this point, they try to arrest him. And I mentioned in the he tuxedo episode, tuxedo mode, yeah. yeah, a guy kicking people's asses and not knowing how he's doing it and looking horrified is always fun to me. And this is a prime example of that, because he just grabs both of them and uh, puts them in the hospital very efficiently. He just fucking dismantles these two guys and then looks so... <laughs> he ends it like holding a gun, and you can see him look down at the gun and go, oh, what the fuck? Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then he, he puts the perfectly... gun in the bin, which is a nice touch. He's like, I don't. He doesn't this. put this one in the bin. This is the first of two guns that he throws away. This one, yeah, he, he drops perfectly. He perfectly field strips. He takes the slide off the top and then just Does leaves he? it. Um, and it's good. That's that's an efficient way of being like, oh, this guy is like somehow very familiar with firearms, but he's also horrified at them. Yeah, um, a very interesting question that would be quite intriguing were it not for the fact that we once again cut back to the CIA. Um, so mm -hmm. we we find out that there's this guy called Wombosi who is a yes. former African dictator of, uh, we don't know where, um, but he is uh, demanding that the CIA help put him back in power, or he's I threatening to expose... about this. Ah. Yes, so... He's writing a book about the agency's history in Africa. He's going to name names. It's basically a shakedown. It's basically a shakedown, because you couldn't just have the CIA want to kill him for that, it has to be that he's extorting them, he's blackmailing them, mm -hmm. uh, with the demand to be put back in power. And I, I have a lot of thoughts about the character of Nkwana Wombosi, right? The, he's in exile in France, which is sort of a, a like Jean-Bedel Bocassa thing. Um, the script says Idi Amin crossed with Mobutu, right? But there's, there's something about the way in which he's played even the way in which he's dressed, like the glasses, are pure Patrice Lumumba to me, right? And there's yeah. there's something uh, there's something there which I think I'll get into later. Also, um, like the way he's played is not 
he's not he's not played necessarily as like massively evil. He's kind of I, I think I quite like the way that Wombosi is depicted. Yeah, I don't yeah, know who the actor he, is, but he's very good. Um, yeah, he was in um uh leveraged. He was in, fuck, he wasn't in leverage, he was in fucking I, I hate to say place. this, he was in a... he was <laughs> He was down at leverage. Yeah. He was in Suicide Squad, actually. He played Killer Croc. Um, really? Which is probably the worst credit I could possibly give him. Mm. But he, no, he's a fantastic actor. I'm not going to try to pronounce his surname, but it's Adewale. Uh, yeah, Adewale Akinoyag Baje. Uh, I'm sorry if I get that wrong, but I did, did my best. Um, it would have been very easy to have this role be like quite offensive, but I think he does. Yeah, like, yeah, I well. think so. He does a really good job. One of the things that he's accusing the CIA of is he says, two weeks ago there was an assassination attempt on me. Um, and we see the CIA boss go, well, I, this hasn't happened, right? Nobody knows anything about this. Yeah, and no then like, dumb everyone enough. in the room, including Brian Cox, is like, no, no idea. Nope, no clue. Brian Cox, another one of these actors who loves to play this type of guy. Yeah. And <laughs> he loves it, man. He's just like, walked like, in from like creating Wolverine. Yeah, he 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 did yeah, he did that in X Men. Brian Cox, who used to be I think he in... did the exact in the band D Ream. He he, D-Ream. he did the same one in that Leonardo DiCaprio spy movie we watched for Trash Future as and well. He shop. did basically the same role. Yeah, he loves to be a like a conniving sort of upper to middle management spy piece of shit. He loves yeah. it. Oh, he absolutely adores and it. And he, he suits it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's completely typecast for it, but he's really fucking good at it. So, <laughs> so, so this is also something that I want to talk about, right? Which is the, there's two kinds of um, appropriate, like, allowable ways to do a movie in which a Western intelligence service is the bad guy, right? We saw one of them in um, Inspector, right? Which is you just do a fictional spy agency. It's not the that's not the CIA. It's the um, SIA. It's MI7. CSA from exactly. CSA, yeah. Exactly. And like <laughs> the the other way to do it is it's a rogue unit within the otherwise morally upstanding CIA. And that's what's happening here. Brian Cox has given Chris Cooper the, the green light to do a secret project, a secret kill team within the CIA, and he's concealed this from everybody else. And so, therefore, they have to clean up their own mess. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy who tried to kill Wombosi is obviously Wet Damon. Obviously, obviously uh, Wet Damon. And therefore, they have to find him and, I guess, bring him back in. Right? That's that's the goal. Mm. But Again, it would have been a lot better if we'd find this out later and just stayed with Wet Damon. Yes. He like grad because there's a really nice scene where he goes to the Swiss bank. Uh, and retrieves the deposit box, and it has like a whole bunch of passports in it. Oh, this and, like, is perfect! Cash in different really currencies well and like a gun. It's a great conceit. You go to a safety deposit box that's like in that you have access to. It's a numbered account, and in there you find a shitload of identical passports of you from different countries, a gun, an admittedly awful Targoya watch, and uh, like. I Fucking uh, contact lenses for changing your eye color, mm -hmm. shit like this. Um, the one thing I don't like about this scene, right, and this is, we're moving out of the realm of intelligence, of which I have like no personal experience, and into the realm of Swiss <laughs> banks, of which I have some personal experience. I think you and have a lot of experience of intelligence, Alice. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that laugh was, but it was funny. That wasn't. Uh, that was no, sure, whatever. 
But like the point is, he goes to this uh, this Swiss bank in his filthy, stinking fisherman attire, and everyone's like, so "Oh, funny. you are a horrible piece of shit! We will be calling the police immediately. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you!" And it's like, no, no, no. Swiss banks are nice to you. They're just nice to you in this really kind of restrained uh, security is two paces behind you kind of way. So like, even if you look poor and weird, like there's a lot of very rich people who look poor and weird going into your your Swiss bank and your stinking fisherman attire is not the weirdest thing a rich person has ever done, and oh, it's, it's well. absolutely the kind of thing that you just like brush off. Um, but yeah, no. So, so he gets his safety deposit box, and he I looks mean, a truly rich person that has like a sort of fetishization of looking. Or mm. Yeah, yeah. Like any of Kanye's fucking clothing line, like absolutely. This is this is also like a very cool. I, I get the appeal of this film, like almost not quite as a power fantasy, but as a, like a what if you woke up one day and like you didn't have your memory, so you had no responsibilities and no ties, and you found out that actually you're like cool and there's like a mystery in your life for you to solve. It's and what if you woke up and you had a completely different identity and like you had a passport and stuff, and yeah, you feel, feel free to fill in your own jokes here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's it's like it's that. Or North by Northwest, <laughs> or something like that, where it's mistaken identity, right? Mm -hmm. Where you go, actually, I'm not this super cool spy, and everyone's like, ah, oh, yes, you are, and you're trying to, you're trying to fool me, and you like rise to the occasion. Mm. I kind of yeah, like or this. Cars too. Yeah, or Cars too. Yeah, or Cars too. Also, a truly stupid thing of me to note, but he has all of these passports, like Brazil and Canada. One that says John Michael Kane, which will be important later. He also has a Russian one, the name of Foma Kinyaev. Um, and is he Bondov? Th this has the worst fucking example of Cyrillic just used for aesthetics in a movie I've ever seen, because the Cyrillic on this passport, his name is Lushivstmesrf. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's yeah, sick. really. But he, he does find that the top passport, the top American passport, is Jason Bourne. He's like, okay, that's my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be known as Jason Bourne from now on. I'm not Wet Damon anymore. Um, he, they call the cops on him, like, quietly. Like, this triggers some kind of alert, and mm -hmm. uh, on his way out, the, the Swiss bank call the cops on him. And what follows is, I think, my favourite scene in the movie. Where he's, he's walking through Zurich, all of the streets are covered in snow, uh, he gets to disappear through another white transition by running in front of a tram, mm -hmm. but because he's beaten up these two cops, the cops are looking for him. And one thing this movie does very well is the sort of terror of someone mm. talking about you on a radio. Yeah. Um, so he walks past a couple of cops trying to like play it cool, and they just like immediately like two paces round and like talk into the radios and start following him. There's other cop cars coming up, and he's like panicked, but everyone's staying at walking pace. Yeah, this, this is, is a like, really good scene. Air of like danger and menace, but like everyone's just sort of like waiting for it to turn into a chase. Um, There's also a really nice moment where, uh, also in the box is an address uh, in Paris registered to him. Um, mm. So he calls that number uh, for, for his address in Paris and he hears an answer, answer phone message in his own voice. And like doesn't recognize it. And uh, mm. yeah, I, I love this little moment where like he's obviously very scared. And the version of himself on the other side of the line is like very assertive. It's like, hello, this is Paris. Like, you leave the message. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, it's, it's just a really creepy, cool bit. Mm. So by, by chance, he happens to see. I'm not sure if we're meant to think that this is like something he's done instinctually or what, but like he sees that he's outside the US embassy. 
uh, or the U.S. consulate rather in Zurich, and so he just ducks in before the police can can get to him, and of course mm-hmm. they can't come in because it's U.S. territory. Um, and like a sort of a, a more cowardly film would give you a moment of respite here, but instead what they do is they turn up the big tension mm-hmm. dial and the big it like only gets worse. You, you know this this security camera is pointed at you. There is a guy with an earpiece who is looking directly into your eyes, kind of vibe. That's now more intense because there's like the I guess uh, the the marine guards. There's a guy in a suit who's like watching the queue, and meanwhile up front. Uh, there is Franca Potente, our lead actress in this. Uh, she's at the counter, uh, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know it says M. I, I, I have the certificate to change it here. Uh, I, I know the name doesn't match." <laughs> listen, 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 little cocky. Absolutely, absolutely. Phenomenal. Really, looking. no way. With that chin, that chin, come on. that nose, no, come on, come on. no. I, I think she looks is, great. The nose is fish, and Matt Damon says as much because he's like, "I was raised by fishermen. I know fish when I see it." <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's trying to get a student visa for the U.S. Uh, and they're not helping her at all. She's kind of like put upon. She's got like all of these documents and shit, um, and they're 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 like. About to kick her out, but he just kind of like notices this, like, oh, this woman will be important later. Mm-hmm. Um, but he realizes that it's getting a bit dangerous for him, and he goes to leave. And one of the security guys tries to stop him because I guess mm-hmm. the the Swiss police have just like phoned through and like stopped that guy. Um, and he does the thing again. He, he he is about to get arrested. He disarms the guy, takes his gun, runs. Uh, alarms going off. The marines are, like, arming themselves. Um, he puts the gun in a bin. And he puts the gun in yeah. a bin, which I like. I like it's this also a lot. A, I like a very this, funny like... moment where a security... He's running up some stairs and a security guard comes around the corner at the top and he just absolutely sucker punches him in the nuts. Oh, it's obliterates so good. that me. guy's entire dick and balls. <laughs> he, like, skids on his back down, like, a flight of stairs afterwards. Yeah. And it's just, like... Ooh. The perfect sure you can into the nutsack with this guy absolutely <laughs> takes him down. Also, like every army guy in there, that probably is just what army guys look like, but they've got the funniest hats I've ever seen. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like, oh, the marine, so the marine utility cover? Yeah, no, that's real. They're, uh, and real stupid. Uh, ah. Yeah, and, and so he is immediately being chased like in the end of the Blues Brothers, if you've seen that. There are mm. 5,000 Marines in this consulate in Zurich, and all of them want Jason Bourne's blood. Um, yep. So he uses and... the wily technique of the fish. Yes. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> he, he, he escapes out onto a balcony. And the, I like this. I like the way the Marines like move that, that rings... Like that's good to me. Mm-hmm. All of the officers shutting off and stuff. It's like it's it's nice. It's good. Um, There's like a really tense bit where he's like hanging onto the side of a building by his fingernails. It's really really well shot as he like climbs down the outside of the building. It's so mm. good. Yeah, this is he my climbs bit. down in, in into the snow uh, and like very uh, like perilously um, and sees none other than Franco Potente again outside in her shitty little car. Her mismatched body panels, Mini Cooper, mm. which I really love. I love a silly little car. Yeah. This is perfect. This is just me. Um, and he's so, like, I, I, I will give you 
$20,000 to take me to Paris because that's where I think I live. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is, of course, immediately terrified, confused, but she needs the money, right? Um, yeah. And he, yeah. he has this nice moment where she's like, no, this is, this is way too dangerous for me. I don't, I don't want to do that. She's like, and he's, he goes, okay, well, can I have my money back, please? Which I really do like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they're just in the car in the next shot. Um, meanwhile, back at Langley, back at the Mystery Ranch, um, we see that uh, Chris Cooper has sort of activated his war room, right? And this is where he'll be for like most of the rest of the movie, is Jason Bourne will be trying to escape, and we'll cut back to Chris Cooper doing the sort of like Tommy Lee Jones and the Fugitive thing. Mm-hmm. There's one point where he just like gets angry enough that he just starts saying verbs. Like he just goes, Those are the targets. Beg, borrow, pack, tap, bypass. I don't care what you do. Uh, d- Hack, okay. tap, bypass, <laughs> dance, heal, turn, question, <laughs> jump. Let's go, girls. <laughs> and uh, what he does make explicit at this point that, like, okay, what what we're trying to do is kill Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. We can't have any loose ends, and it just kind of begs the question of, like, why? Like, he's yeah, he they doesn't know who he fucking is. They like, don't, well, they know, don't know, that, know he doesn't know yeah. who he is. They yeah. don't know that he's lost his memory. They just think that he's gone rogue. But they do, they're not even like, okay, we'll like arrest him and debrief him and then have him quietly killed. No, it's just like, oh, this he he must be killed immediately. <laughs> it's just like activate death squad. Yeah, and, and they the, send and, out yeah. the text message that says it's time to start the killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ellipsis. Uh, so th- basically, <laughs> the way this works is Jason Bourne is part of sort of Europe at least wide secret CIA death squad. Mm -hmm. And it's very inefficiently distributed, right? Because he's Paris. Barcelona has a guy. Dublin has a guy. Glasgow has a guy. Um, it's how like, many people need to be killed in Glasgow? Uh, well, I mean, many. if you're asking well, me, don't, don't. <laughs> Stuttgart <laughs> has Alice a guy, but he was killed by James Bond. <laughs> What's really funny is the the Barcelona guy is Clive Owen, who is also appearing in this movie and gets one line. Oh, it's um, fucking Clive Owen. Yeah, it's yeah, Clive shit, Owen. I'd, I'd written down that it was Mark Strong. I'll so be honest with you; I hadn't double checked. He's called he's called the Professor. But as we're scrolling down this big list on the screen, we see that each each one of them has a little code name too. Uh, there's an He's agent. Mark Strong coded. Th- it's fine. <laughs> there's an well, the, agent. Well, the professor is his code name, but they get yeah. texted a word to activate them. Yeah, the, the, yeah, there is there is an agent brick, by the way. And since there's one in Glasgow, I'm assuming this is just me, and I'm waiting for the text. Um, <laughs> you won't remember until you get the text. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but his 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 is chimp. It says on the th- on the screen, Professor some numbers chimp. So I will be calling him Professor Chimp. For the for the rest of the movie, yeah, reasonable. Uh, like uh, I, again, I keep imagining a version of this film in which we hadn't met Chris Cooper or seen the CIA, and Professor Chimp just like showed up and started hunting Jason Bourne. Absolutely. That would have been so much better. Yeah, the the like terror that like absolutely anyone could be waiting to be secretly activated by text message hmm. is great. And he's got like cool rimless glasses on, and he never says mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. they do that at the end of John Wick Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Wick Two, a just better movie. Goes. Hmm. Time, time to start to, the killing. Time to start the killing. Um, yeah, and also the fact that we have this entire CIA death squad, and Chris Cooper makes a big deal out of send everyone, 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 and everyone is like three guys. Yeah. Uh, Glasgow was not activated for this. I don't know why. Uh, maybe I was busy. But what they get <laughs> is 
They get the professor. I'm just going to start texting yeah. you the word prick now. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, just harassment. That's not- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so- I've been doing that from a burner phone for the last two years. <laughs> there's there's the professor, there's a guy called Castell, who has like a shitty, like blonde dye job. And there's another weird <laughs> German Castel. guy. Uh, uh, get we'll, we'll get to fucking Castell. I fucking love Castell so yeah, much. So good. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but they, they do have, so we see the Bourne and uh, Marie is, is her name. They have some quite nice chemistry in the car. I like these. I like the more downbeat scenes. Yeah. I like the, He's the a point bit of her. Sweet. Yeah, the point of her as a character is she's kind of like Euro trash in a way that doesn't I don't think really exists anymore. Like a lot of this a lot of the Europe of this movie is now of a bygone age. Mm. But she's sort of uh, of the sort of mold of like yeah, me and my friends set up a squat in Amsterdam for like 6 weeks and then the police raided it so then we were in Biarritz for a while and then and it's like uh, okay, sure, but like that's that's a very two thousand sort of like Schengen type of like. This is what youth Donna have. from Mamma Mia two would have been yes. in real life. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so she's just talking and talking and talking to Phil Space, and he's just listening. Um, and she she gets a little bit unnerved by this, and uh, he's like, "No, please keep talking. You're like the only person I've spoken to who hasn't been a fish guy." <laughs> In weeks, um, and they have this the really first woman I've spoken to in a long time, ever, as far as I'm she, aware. She, she's she's talking about Hearts of Iron Four for like sixty kilometers. She's like, okay, so you want a, a division of this combat with? And he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure, yep. Um, and he tells her he's like, fuck it. And he tells her like, I can't remember anything. I've got all these skills. I've got all these like passports. All I know is the ways of the fisherman and uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, how to yeah. disarm a policeman. Absolutely, and I don't know why I know this. Um, and he's he's weirdly charming. He's weirdly self-effacing. It's mm. it's kind of an anti-Bond vibe. Um, it really yeah. helps that Matt Damon is quite young looking in this. He's so and young, and also looking. that he's not like he's not absolutely jacked and like like Daniel Craig is. He's he's not like a too physically imposing. We see that no. he like does pull ups and stuff, but he's not like absolutely fucking bursting out of that shirt. Um, and yeah. when he does take a shirt off, we see that he's jacked. But like, he he's not played as being like physically foreboding. Um, no, and it's it, really like nice. this is it's a very unswarmy film. Like if we were using the scum system, this would be into negative number territory because mm-hmm. it's so. He's like earnest. legitimately just charming. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He's like not sure what to do, and he like kind of confides in her a bit. Um, when they get to Paris, he's like, "Okay, here's your money. You can go." And she like doesn't really want to go. She's like, well, do you want me to come with you into the flat or like, see if there's anyone there? Like, yeah, and it's not like, oh, do you like to come with me to the flat? It's like, oh, do, would you want to maybe, I mean, like, come up? It, like, it's not quite Hugh Grant kind of levels like, of do you of have humping, like a family like, waiting for you? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. But before this, we do get we do get one little scene, right, where we learn some more about Jason Bourne's super tactical thought process, where they stop for, for mm. petrol at a petrol station. Um, and essentially, what happens is that he 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 explains to her, "Okay, I have an anxiety disorder." <laughs> um, it, it, he is he is like me at the live show because he comes into this place and he's like, "I come in here, and the first thing I'm doing is I'm catching the sightlines and looking for an exit." 
And she's like, okay, well, listen, Ed, anybody can do that. That's that's not weird. And she's then, like, yeah, I see the exit sign too, man. Like, don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. And, and, like, he, no, go, and, and he goes, it. no, you don't get it. I don't just have uh, an anxiety disorder. I have an anxiety disorder and autism. Let me prove this to you. I can tell you the license plate numbers of all six cars outside. And like he knows, he knows oh, that the waitress is left-handed. He knows that he, well, thinks he knows the like most uh, likely place to find a gun. Um, he's like constantly, instinctually assessing stuff tactically, and he doesn't know what this means, and he's scared. And it's like he really knows a lot about trains. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I will come back to this because I think the movie does have something, something fun and useful to say about this kind of. Mental conditioning, yeah, yeah. right? But in the meantime, they they get to Paris. She buys him a croissant. They they go to his apartment, which does the fucking Spectre thing of this guy's life is empty, so he lives in an empty apartment better than Spectre does. Yeah, he's yeah, it's really good. It, it's just a total uh, like void. He he stands so in his clean. kitchen and he's like, oh, this is this is my kitchen, and you don't believe anyone has ever cooked anything here, mm. and it's like. Yeah, no, this is this is perfect. She 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 goes to like take a bath, I guess, because I mean you have to imagine this lady. She's been living like in and out of squats and stuff. She goes smell crazy. Um, I've been driving oh, for you know however long. Um, yeah, exactly. So exactly. he six hours, mm. six hours to get from Zurich to oh, Paris. Okay. I want to keep that in mind because like their relationship progresses so fast. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. ride or die for this guy that she spent one six hour car journey with, and I love it. I respect mm, her. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I can't remember how he figures out to call the hotel. Uh, he he calls he calls the um uh, the hotel because he finds like a, a receipt from it. I think. Ah, uh, um, yeah. He he calls and asks, uh, "Hey, have you ever heard of Jason Bourne?" And they're like, "No." Uh, have you ever heard of John Michael Kane, The name on my previous passport. Um, and they go, "Oh, Mr. Kane is dead. He was he was killed instantly in a horrible accident, and his brother came and took all of his things." Uh, and he's like, oh, okay, thanks. Hangs up on them. Is immediately like, yeah, someone's going to try and kill me right now. Grabs a knife from the kitchen uh, and mm -hmm. is like walking around with this. Um, and then what happens is that, if you recall my man Castel, the man with the shitty dye job from Barcelona. I love him. He oh my god. Yeah, Castel enters, from Supernatural enters the, enters the fucking scene. <laughs> what he does is he, having abseiled from the apartment above, uh, Iranian embassy style kicks in a glass door with with a submachine gun and tries to kill Jason Bourne. Just with opening fire as he comes through the window, like it's absolutely. so like the scene. There's no like background music or anything. The scene like Jason Bourne is just walking around his house, being like, "All right, someone is gonna try to kill me," and then a man repels in through the window, firing a submachine gun. <laughs> yeah. And I pointed at the screen and went. Kaufman star. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because what's also quite funny is that uh, we see when Bourne at the end of the scene like runs downstairs, we see that somebody has very quietly assassinated his landlady who let him in. Um, so mm. that, that means that Castell went in through the ground floor, yeah, assassinated the it. landlady silently, left, went, went up, up yeah. and saved down with a gun. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why, Don't man? Get some practice of going silent and then just going loud as fucking physically possible. So now I've already got the achievement for silent. I wanted to. 
So <laughs> a really bizarre Hitman playthrough. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so, so they fight, right? Oh, that's so uh, funny. <laughs> I, I, the fight, the fight choreography is pretty good. I feel like it's badly undercut by the by the sound editing. Yeah, the doubling weird. Here. It's got like the watch punch noises. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like oh, man from Hong Kong fun. level punches. Yeah. It sounds like just like every time, and it's like uh, you're kind of killing it. And it's, I, I see why this fell by the wayside and why we sort of mm. went for. Slightly more sort of cinema verite kind of mixing after yeah. this, um, but yeah, no. Uh, Born like is off guard. He fights back with like an improvised weapon. He grabs a biro off the desk and stabs the guy in the hand with. Yeah, it. I always Brutal. well after I saw this movie when I was really young. I always wondered whether stabbing someone with a biro actually worked. But like, it's not like I get a lot of opportunities to find out. Mm -hmm. So. That's yeah, just one of those like text. Yeah, exactly. Uh, until I get that text saying "brick" for the fifth time in a day, and then I'm just like, <laughs> "Gonna snap!" Bi it's it's biro time. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> so um, yeah, but, but then what but, happens is that Jason uh, Bourne beats the shit out of this guy. Um, yeah. it turns D out does... he has a picture of Jason Bourne and Marie like on a flyer, like a wanted poster. Yeah, she's 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 sort of going into shock here. Uh, he he yeah. he does torture him, but he tortures him in a almost now comically tame way, where he like lies on top of him as he's on the floor, and he goes, who, who am I? And he doesn't answer, he just bonks his head on the ground kind of lightly. Yeah. It's like, who am I? Bonk. Who am I? Bonk. <laughs> who am I? Bonk. <laughs> it's like... Perfect, like <laughs> noise. But then yeah. Castell stands oh. up, yeah. turns 180 degrees around, yes, he does. and yes, he runs does. through the window and He exits. <laughs> he fucking... Hits the bricks. <laughs> he man. tries to do the Spectre secret meeting maneuver, and instead, what he does is just pitches perfectly over the balcony this and shot dies. This is so funny. It's so because fucking they funny. It... They should have cut away from that shot before he went over the railing and like cut to Marie's no. face or something. But no, because they, no. the, legs the amount coming of out. time they hold on it and the fact that you see his ankles go whoop. <laughs> to so give you the, the full breakdown, right? So he's on the ground. Jason Bourne is going, Who am I? Wh what do I work for? Which is a delightful inversion. Mm. Um, and Marie <laughs> is me. like, why, yeah. why do you have my photo? And she like runs over to him, and Jason like push, like gets up and he holds her back, and he's like, Listen, let me do this. And then we turn around to see that he has stood up and runs directly out of the plate glass door. Over the balcony and dies, and it's Perfect. so good. Perfect. It's, oh, it's he, phenomenal. He, and they both treat it like they've just seen someone like earnestly take their own life. The instead bricks of being like, are holy shit, so solidly holy hit. Fuck. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, so they're like, we we <laughs> have to exit. <laughs> oh we, we we have to leave this apartment immediately, <laughs> right? Uh, one th one thing I like about this is Marie. She's she's going into shock, and this is like yeah. well acted yeah. and reasonable. She's like he's having to half carry her out of the apartment. She like throws up in the lobby, um, and then in in a truly me move, uh, they go past the body outside, and he's like, okay, don't don't look at it. She immediately looks at it to mm. see Castell, who has just exited like vertically. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lying building the, the shot, the location, the film, this mortal coil. He's just exited everything that he was a part of in one swoop. <laughs> perfect. What? It's just because out. It's perfect. 
<laughs> I'm still sort of caught up on like interrogating a guy by being like, who do I work for? <laughs> bonk. Who am I? <laughs> who am bonk. I? bonk. <laughs> and it's like, so at this point, Who's right. Who's Jersey Bond of? <laughs> so at this point, Matt, what Matt Damon. What kind of line would you use to catch a place? <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Bourne he's takes doing Marie. his little like oh fucking super spy analysis. Of I'm the sorry, he's the like, zone. I know. <laughs> I immediately know what kind of fish these guys are going to be serving. I know exactly what temperature it needs to be cooked at. I know it's migratory route. I know whether it was net caught or trolled. <laughs> 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 so, so, so he takes them to a train station. I think it's like Gare de Oh my um, god! And uh, puts puts his bank bag full of passports and money in a left luggage locker. Um, and then he asks Marie to wait for him. Each of them think the other one is gonna ditch them, which I like a lot. Um, mm. but uh, no, she she stays. Although having gone to get a right drink right. because she is not suited for the spy shit at all. Uh, and you see that uh, once again we do a sort of less intense version of like the cops quietly pulling up on them, um, and he's like, "Okay, well, listen, you can go to the cops and tell them everything about me because you you know and, and not do this, or you can come with me and do some Jason Bourne shit." Uh, but you have to decide now, uh, and she she decides in his favor, and this leads to a perfect silly little car chase. Uh, oh. Wonderful the- car chase, and may I just say, bang, 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 banger! That's an amazing right. soundtrack. On That's this true. Pathway. He's got the fucking like uh, mismatch panels mini. He's like, do you, do you take care of this car? And she's like, mm, no. <laughs> um, Did either it- of you catch the fact that the music used here is the same as was used in the chase at the end of Alex Ride? Huh. I didn't catch that. Yeah, when he's doing uh, the stupid horse chase shit that we did on the bonus oh, feed. Oh fuck! It's you're right. So funny. That's yeah, why these I are happening simultaneously. In London, uh, a child is riding a horse. In Paris, Jason Bourne is driving a mini. Um, th- this also features like the best French cop car era of just like a shitty white Citroen with like body rust, yellow lights, and a like derisory two tone siren. Mm-hmm. And so they just get chased down a shitload of alleys by these guys. He loses some of them by going down the stairs, and then what happens is they're chased by a kind of French motorcycle cop mini-boss, who is just like, <laughs> it's really good. I will make it my mission in life to catch this guy. Um, and, he, and they're unable to shake him off, so what I'll Jason has to the do- law is on the case. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so what Jason has to do is he has to deploy his superpower of wipe transition teleportation, mm-hmm. uh, where they, they drive alongside in separate lanes, he like, breaks suddenly, disappears into a wipe, and the cop is so like, like, knocked over the handlebars. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the training is intense, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this should have been the moment when we did the CIA reveal. Because we're yes, about like yeah, halfway through the definitely. film, and this is the point where like, where we should have got the twist. Um, and it would have been a good moment to do it, because we see, we see Wombosi, who has been told that Kane is dead, and goes to mm. the morgue to see Kane's body, and he's like, this isn't the guy who tried to assassinate me. He, he has a whole entourage, and there's a fantastically acted little thing that I love, where he goes to look at the guy, and he tosses his coat back over his shoulder, um, like, 
not in the expectation that someone will catch it. The guy behind him misses it, and you just see his hand, and he just goes kind of like, like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's just like, what do, yeah. what do you want me to do with this? I didn't, I didn't spot that, but it's really good. <laughs> it's great. Really good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and CIA he's like, are trying to bullshit him, basically. Yeah, with a fake yeah. body. Yeah. The, and he's like, this isn't the guy, I don't believe you. Um, meanwhile, Jason and Marie go to a shitty little hotel, uh, the Hotel de la Paix. Again, th- this this is a part of Paris that like doesn't really like exist in this way anymore, and it's like it certainly doesn't like it's almost never shot this way anymore. Um, yeah, it's probably like an Airbnb now. Um, mm-hmm. But th- they're in their little safe house. He dyes her hair. He cuts her hair, uh, and then then she- I need she- to activate Devon mode. Please. Because we have... You have a slur to say. We haven't... <laughs> yeah, just texting it to you. <laughs> we have an <laughs> early 2000s sex scene. Now, on, on the bonus feed, listeners, I have talked when we did the Thomas Crown Affair about the 90s sex scene. Um, mm. And it yeah, it's really like quite well done because like they're both in like tank tops because they're like doing stuff over the sink, cutting her hair. She initiates... And he's yep. initially like, wait, what? And then she kind he's, of... He's like, oh, this is a sex thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we also see that she is quite tender when she finds the bullet wounds on his back and she's like concerned mm-hmm. about those. So like, we're like learning something about the characters. Then what happens is like we pull back and we do a shot that travels back through the apartment and it's implied that they're having sex. And mm. like this, is, this, this scene is interesting to me because in a 90s movie, we would then have had... 20 to 30 seconds of them like having sex and we could have yeah. we could have done more and it's like I welcome the sex scene but I call on it to go further <laughs> but still it stands out as compared to uh, like a modern film where they would have kissed and we would have cut and that would have been it and we wouldn't have seen anything um, so yeah. I, I I think that some somebody should do a video essay about like sex scenes in film because you can see the direction things are heading in. And we're now at a point in cinema where like everyone is beautiful, but nobody is horny and nobody ever fucks. We're back and- to we're back to two cigarettes and an ashtray. Yeah, and like, you know, Chris Hemsworth is there with his shirt off and Natalie Portman like, you know, might make a comment and like look him up and down, but like you know, nothing happens, right? Yeah. Um and in this you can see us getting that way and I I think we've lost something. Reject modernity, so. embrace it, 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 is, it does have quite a deft touch with the sort of like sensual, I think. Mm, uh, just that, that. their little like movements when they're about to kiss. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, it's a lost meanwhile, meanwhile, Clive Owen is still not. He has one line in this movie and it's still not time for it. We've got another hour before it. Uh, he's still silently advancing towards plot, mm-hmm. um, which in this case is. Uh, Wombosi is in exile in in a chateau in central Paris. Um, He walks past a window. Fatal mistake, because outside that window, across the street, is Clive Owen with a beautiful Swiss sniper rifle. He gets Professor Chimp. And Professor Chimp fucking takes him off the board. Uh, Like, shoots him something like three or four times, and then just leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, oh, that's what Jason Bourne is meant to have been doing, and that's why the CIA like uh, after him is because he's like a a dangerous assassin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bourne and Marie have to try and go to this hotel where uh, Kane, John Michael Kane, had stayed, um, and get the hotel bill because it would tell them something. And he, it might tell them like who he's been. Calling. Yeah, 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 and and, and yeah. he and he gives her the like. I can tell you the license plate numbers of all six cars outside. 
kind of speech. He's like, you have to, once you get in there, you have to count the number of steps until you get to a neutral point in the lobby. You have to count the uh, the number of security, uh, count everybody else. You have to do all of this shit at once at the same time. Um, and she just goes in, asks the guy, and gets a photocopy, mm. which I I really yeah. like this scene. Yeah. I think this is kind of. An an important scene for what this movie wants to say mm. that all of his like twitchy hyper vigilant spycraft is kind of useless because she can just like establish rapport. She's like the guy smiled at me, so I just asked him. Mm. Um, and I I, like, I like I just this said a lot. I was his personal assistant and asked for a photocopy, and he gave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use a, like, a police oh. technique called lying. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is this is all like true i guess like people do train themselves to think and like i am in condition yellow all of the time and it's like oh this yeah, is this is yeah exactly <laughs> and the, i think this movie correctly identifies this as a kind of like mental prison that stops you from acting normal and you can get a lot of shit just by acting normal he's um, he's quite cute about it though and she's like i just asked him and he's like oh he's like, that was, oh, okay. i think he said okay. something like that was smart like he's nice yeah. to her about it he's not like Absolutely. angry no 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 um, so th- they figure out that uh, where he John says, Mac- like, "You're pretty good at this." Like, it's, like, yeah. it's quite sweet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they figure out where John Michael Caine's body is, and then they bribe the most bribed pathologists in all of France because Wombosi has already been through to look at the body, uh, and they're 100%. Just, he's just you like stuffing hundreds in in this guy's palm. He's just like, let, "Let me look at the body," and the body is gone because I guess the CIA don't need it anymore to mm-hmm. try and. Uh, to try and deceive Wombosi. Um there is, there is a fun thing where the, the pathologist's boss comes in, he's like, you can't just be letting people in here, you need to like sign in and out. And he kind of like bullies his way back out. It's like, yeah, fuck you, I'll sign out. Is this the book where you sign out? Rips the entire contents of it out so you can so you can look at it later and leaves, which I liked a lot. Um mm. They try and go and see Wombosi, but they they find that he's dead. Um, mm. And from this and the phone bill from the hotel and the newspapers reporting Wombosi's claim that somebody tried to assassinate him, um, Bourne figures out that he was the assassin on Wombosi's yeah. yacht uh, and that he must have, like, something went wrong and he fell off the boat and he's like, oh God, I'm a CIA assassin. Like, he's horrified. He really is. Yeah. And this is where the movie, like, kind is is straining against itself because... It's really nice that he's like, oh God, like I'm a murderer. Like that's what I do. I, mm. It feels bad about it, but the movie keeps telling us that this is like cool, it's sick, and like it's what it's exciting. And I'm like, oh, you're kind of trying to have it both ways here. You're kind of trying yeah, to do the James Bond so. Daniel Craig thing. Mm. It's like, yeah. oh, it's so it sucks so bad being really cool. He has he has yeah. to like, oh, I hate how cool I have to be all the time. Yeah, reject no. it in a way that actually makes him better at all the stuff you need in order to do it. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, just just as you say. Um, but Marie is also horrified. Um, and they're coming back to their safe house, and the safe house is blown. The French police are all over it, as 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 Chris Cooper says. What's the French word for stakeout? Which I likes. <laughs> um, and and she wants to leave, uh, and he's like, no, you you cannot leave because if you leave here will die. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like, compare compare this to like a lot of the Craig stuff where he's like manhandling women, it's positively reasonable. Because he's like, I will give you all of my money, I'll take you, where you wherever you want to go and leave you there, but we can't do this in Paris. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I mean, she she accepts that, but like... She, it's, he does manhandle her a little bit, but yeah, you're right. But certainly a lot better than it could have been. Absolutely. It's, it's like, 
I don't know. It, it feels more like sort of grabbing a kid's hand when they're about to run into the street more than it feels like sort of mm. Craig pushing someone up against a mirror. Yes, um, very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they go to one of her ex's places um, in, in Nevers, in central France, um, where her ex, Eamon, has uh, a farmhouse where they think he'll be out and Vaughn just breaks in, only to find that he is not out. Instead, he, his two kids, his Labrador, his fucking, like, Jeep Grand Cherokee mm. sort of middle-class lifestyle have just returned. Um, and they have to play it off, and we get some... I, I like the way this treats Marie, because he gets out of the car, he, like, looks at his busted front door, looks at her, looks at him, and then turns to Jason Bourne, who has been driving all of this, and goes, uh, does she get you into this? Yeah. I really respect like how how she is treated in this movie. Actually, I really enjoy. She, she has. She is yeah. like the kind of person who would like do a squat. She's no, kind no, of no, a fuck teenager, up, and she's like, kind of a disaster, and she has like a past and stuff. And I, I like mm. that. I think it's well done, actually. Um, and I hope those kinds of people still exist. You know, it's maybe strange to say, but like this is twenty years ago, and I feel so old. Um, I reckon so. We also get a nice moment where we see Bourne, like, uh, like Eamon's kids are on the swings outside and Bourne is, like, awkwardly standing there and doesn't really know what to do. And then she finds him in the middle of the night, like, in their bedroom, like, Staring really upset. Staring stood in yeah, their bedroom. Yeah, kind of slightly, slightly odd. Ideal, but... Um, but he says, like, I don't want to know who I was anymore. Like, I, I hurt people. I don't, li- I don't like that. Um, it's, mm. it's really quite sort of touching. Yeah, I, I want I want to be a nice person mm. uh, and, instead of instead of whatever I was doing before, not being a nice person. Yeah. Um, and yeah, him staring at children. So they come down to breakfast in the morning, and the guy Eamon is like, "It's weird. I can't I can't find the dog." And Jason Boy is immediately like, "Fuck shit! All right, everybody, get in the basement. Yeah, uh, I'm go- I'm going to so have to good. get into a gunfight with a guy right now." And we never uh, find out what happened to the dog, but the fact that the dog is gone, we're just like, "Oh, no. this is this is this is not the foreigner." I I do not think the dog is fine. I think oh, the dog's dead as hell. <laughs> yeah. The dog is the dog is absolutely dog compromised uh, yeah, because outside is Professor Chimp with his sniper rifle. <laughs> Every time he does a kill, he says out loud, you just got chimped. <laughs> Looks straight into the camera. <laughs> They're like, Mark, you need to stop doing it. It's not Mark Strong. Sorry, Clive, it's not Mark Clive. Strong. My Clive. name is Clive. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I don't know why I've got face blindness for these two men specifically. So, so, so Jason Borton uses his gun locating powers to locate a shotgun and some mm. ammunition. And his opening move is to blow up a petrol tank. Uh, because I, I I guess he is like perfectly intuited where the guy is most likely to be, and therefore where to create a smoke screen. Well, and wherever there... he is, it's going to be a loud bang and, and a That's distraction. True. So. That's true. Absolutely. Um, and also, I guess get the fire brigade back. Anyway, so yeah. Professor Chimp flees into a, a field of tall grass, uh, and he's like hiding out there. And they have this very tense sort of like. Um, not quite gunfights, yeah. and because um, because Jason Bourne was raised by fishermen, he's he's mm. one with nature, and yes. he he fires a shotgun that causes like a cloud of birds to explode up, and this kind of like throws Professor Chimp off, um, and then he he shoots Professor Chimp with a shotgun. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure whether the the like shooting to drive the birds away is like intended to just to be distracting, which it is, or if there's a thing there about like. 
you know, maybe the birds don't come back to where there's a guy because they've all been startled. So he's gonna like locate exactly, him that way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he 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 shoots him in both arms with a shotgun. Um, and so he's just lying there, uh, torso completely shredded. Mm. And he he gets his his one line where he like looks at himself and he's like, Look at this. Look at whatever you give. That's that's sort of there's there's your yeah. themes I guess is that like yeah because because Jason is like Jason like gets into he's not asking who he is anymore because he's figured bonk, out and he's like bonk, bonk. who who else is there is there anyone else to which like Clive <laughs> to which <laughs> Clive Professor Clive Chimp Owen. says <laughs> Professor Chimp. no I'm alone we're always alone yeah we always work alone you know this yeah um, like you get such a genuine moment like because he refers to the headaches that the born offhandedly mentioned that he was having it was like do you still get the headaches yeah. like you get a, a real like dude this shit sucks moment yeah. between them he says uh he says to jason Bourne as well he says your your treadstone which is a word mm. that we've heard a few times it's the name of a secret project and he's like yeah so am i like do you still get the headaches like yeah it sucks doesn't it like and he dies and it's it's quite sad yeah, absolutely. I, I think it, in some ways it packs in some more things about like uh, being being a spy is bad for you than a lot of the Craig stuff managed to in like hours and hours of film. Do you know um, what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Ronan, which I think yes. did this better a few years earlier. Yes, you're you're so because right. Ronan I meant didn't to... have this struggle of like, oh, but also it's really cool. Like, yeah, that's true. And also, I I like Sam. Uh, Robert De Niro and Ronan is my high watermark for how to write a convincing spy. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference there in that he doesn't ever really do the um I can tell you the license plate numbers of all six cars outside thing, right? It it's not like um a kind of a thing that he's constantly doing. Instead it's like this kind of weary, plodding, mm. instinctual thing that he like he looks at where the exits are and he like goes and places a gun outside one of them maybe. But he's not like uh hyper vigilant. It's not in a that superpower, way. it's more of an obligation. Anyway, yeah, if you exactly. want to hear our thoughts on Ronan listeners, then you should subscribe to the Girl James Bond Patreon. Absolutely. Um, it's a great movie. I don't know. Um I found a month you get a an entire backlog, which is like yeah. twenty seven movies at this point. That's mm. hours so, so, of content. So he puts he puts Marie and even and the kids, not the dog because the dog is dead in the car. The dog is so dead. T- tells them to run, um, and Marie doesn't want to because again she is ride or die for a six hour uh, car ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, so fucking she's, ride she's, or she's die. She's like I he li- he listened to me talk about Hearts of Iron Four for six hours. I I must marry this man. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he he like forces her to go, and then goes through Professor Chimp's things, in which he finds a flip phone. And he just like the Very CIA stylish. does not have fucking redial turned off, so he just like redials them. He literally redials them like, "Hello, this is the cops. This is CIA <laughs> headquarters." This is the CIA. He's like, everyone's everyone's hey man, on on the line. What the fuck you doing? Leave he, me alone. Yeah, he he does some misdirection where he like he realizes that he's meant to be this assassin, so he tries to take the heat off Marie by being like, "Oh, she's dead." I killed her. She was slowing me down. Mm. So I'm cool. Um, which, which is shown to work as well. Yeah, absolutely. I like this. Um, they believe him, which mm. I like a lot. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I need to, I need to meet with like the guy in charge of you. Uh, come to Pont Neuf in Paris. Uh, fa- come alone. Take off your jacket. Face east in the middle of the bridge, and I'll, I'll call you back. Uh, and then hangs up on them. And of course, they try and betray him. They like, they, they can't not. That's just in there. Mm. Uh, yeah. So of course he has a team with him. Um, 
Yeah, so, the most fucking like um guy from the start of Casino Royale who like puts his finger to his ear ass guy ever because like oh. there's he this guy walks past someone on the bridge who is wearing like this beanie with a massive wire from like the <laughs> ear into his lapel. Who yeah. then, as he passes him, like lifts his shirt up and talks straight into it. The, yeah. the worst part is the, the, the like, worst part right, is we, since we see them in the van from the airport, we know that that Chris Cooper, the beanie guy, and all the other guys all drove there and presumably got out of the same van, mm. which is marked up like fucking uh, like uh, CIA Flower Services Limited or whatever. Um, flowers so, for yeah, flowers by flowers. Irene. So, 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 Bourne is watching, correctly realizes that, like, this is a trap. It's like, I told you to come alone. Uh, deals off. Plants a tracking device, which I guess Professor Chimp had. They never yeah, really Yeah, because he's still in all the Professor Chimp stuff. Including yeah, his in- little, like, mono-lens non-binoculars. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, a monocular I like is so funny. It's, it's like, it's cool, I guess. Uh, yeah, so he, he plants the tracker on the van. And then the deal having been off, Chris Cooper and his guys are like, okay, time to go back to the CIA safe house mm-hmm. where we've been running all of this shit. Um, there's, I, I mean, we've seen this a couple of times. Um, there's fucking, what's her name? Julia N- Stiles. Nicolette, I think, is the, uh, the name yeah. of the character. Julia, Julia Stiles, who's been like uh, doing sort of like coordination stuff there, yeah, looks in this movie like, like I think I look. Um, he's been texted the word brick five times a day. She's, uh, she's and, smoking hot in this film. Like, I mean, she's gorgeous. What are you, <laughs> what are you I, talking she's about? She's blonde mean, and American. Those are the two criteria. Uh, I don't. I don't care. I she it. says a word. I don't know how you can tell she's American. <laughs> she works so, for CIA. That's true. Um, I think she's hot. Anyway, uh, Chris Cooper is like, uh, okay. Cut that bit where I sounded like a dipshit, Nate. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, Chris Cooper's like, okay, well, this has gone tits up. Uh, We're going to shut down Treadstone in Paris, shred everything, delete all the Mm -hmm. hard drives, uh, pay a settlement to that woman who accused Prince Andrew of of stuff. And we'll just, we'll get the fuck out of here because the fisherman's coming. and so then we didn't know this guy's been raised by fishermen. He's way above <laughs> our pay grade and, now. And, and the fisherman cometh, and he uses another one of his powers, <laughs> which is to trigger every car alarm along a street as a distraction. Yeah, not quite uh, sure how he did that, but he's wearing fucking cool. Aiden Pierce's iconic cap, I guess. Uh, I love how shit the CIA are in this, right? Like they're, they're trying to catch us. like an ultra spy, and their their gambit is all of them go in the same car, and then as oh. soon as it's revealed that it's rumbled, they all get back in the same car and go to their <laughs> safe house. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, drive around a bit. So, so Jason car somewhere else. J- Jason Bourne climbs up a drain pipe, breaks in, um, easily disarms and interrogates uh, Chris Cooper. He's like, uh, who am I? What have I been doing for you? I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. And another, another pivotal line, right? He goes, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't think that's a decision you can make. Which I like. I yeah. like this idea of like no one's ever really confronted Bond with this, by the way. Every time Bond's wanted to leave, he just hits the bricks. He goes rogue or he quits or whatever. No one's ever been like, actually, we're kind of like into you for several million quids worth of training and equipment. You you're not fucking going anywhere. You think this is like a resigning type of organization? We waterboard people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that like that's an interesting thing to do. And and yeah. Bond has never done it. Uh, which is and, curious. And he also remembers 
why he failed to kill Wambosi on the yacht. Because um, he this has a little I bit like. of a flashback yeah. uh, where he he hides out on Wambosi's yacht for five days and then mm-hmm. like comes up behind him when he's resting at night and like puts a gun to his head and is about to kill him and sees that like Wambosi's children are in the room and hesitates. Yeah, and he, he can't do it. He's like, the the specter of like family, specifically that's black family too, uh, is like. I don't know. That's quite subversive, and 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 admittedly kind of like Hollywood CIA liberal operative. way. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, wait a second, I can't fucking do this. I'm a monster. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, no, this is this is good actually. Um, and so of course, as he's leaving, he gets shot twice in the back and dumped yeah. in the ocean. Which it's takes also us back to square one. It's also like really. It it would have been very tempting to have a scene just before this, where we realized, oh, Wombosi was just misunderstood, like, he was a good guy all along, mm. and that's why, you know, it's also bad to kill him. But instead, like, we don't really get that. Like, he's not portrayed as being, like, super evil, like, he's a former dictator, but yeah. it, it's, we are left to assume that, like, his life has value, and, like, so do the lives of his children, just because they're human. And I I quite like that, actually. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. And it's he's, he's also sort of portrayed as, uh, like, quite brave in that, like, when Jason Bourne puts the gun to his head, he doesn't like beg for his life or anything. He just sits there with his kid, like, okay, well, go on then. Yeah, and it's I think, like does it, I can't. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I think maybe he like pushes his child away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I mean, this is one of the things where it's like totally a pre nine eleven ass movie. Is like mm. after after nine eleven, despite this having come out in two thousand and two, like. Americans went full bore in favor of that kind of brutality. Like, yeah. oh, I remember, shoot, remember shoot, the torture shoot. scene from Cats and Dogs too. <laughs> yes, yeah, remember such a fucking, fucking insane thing to be able at, to at say. At some point, we at some point we'll have to do Zero Dark Thirty, and I'll talk about the sort of like legitimization of shooting people in front of their kids, mm. um, albeit bad people. Um, but yeah, no, he 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 refuses that kind of masculinity. He becomes transgender. He kills the James Bond in his head because he's like, no, I don't, I don't want to be this person anymore. This is this is toxic. This is well, wrong. He this he remembers evil. he remembers that you know what Ma and Pa Kent fisherman brackets fisherman <laughs> taught him, which yeah. is you know you got to be one or got to be one with nature, and you know we yeah. take fish, but we also we let the ones we don't need go. And and meanwhile, Turf Conklin is like, uh, no, you 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 were assigned spy at birth. You have to do this forever. There's yeah, absolutely. Sp- spies cannot become not spies. Um, like, you don't but, get to quit, motherfucker. We own yeah, you. What do you mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and then he goes, I would like to. And they go, oh, all right. He calls him a malfunctioning $30 million weapon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, the thing is, right, this movie was sort of a tug of war between between the director, um, Doug Lyman, and the studios. Doug Lyman has made sort of a niche for himself in making kind of, like, marketable action movies that, like, think a little bit. Like, he did Edge of Tomorrow, if you want the kind of, like, context for this. Uh, yeah. Um, and so he wanted the last action beat in this to be uh, Jason Bourne kills Clive Owen. And they didn't let him do that. Instead, they were like, no, you have to have more action after this. And I think that really like ruins the ending of this movie. Yeah, it would have been better if he had just left the flat. Yeah, what, 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 what happens here is that Jason Bourne offers him a pretty compelling deal, which is, leave me alone forever or I'll kill you. Also, I'm not going to like harm you or the CIA in any way. I'm just going to yeah. leave and that's it. That's also um, Devin's attitude towards the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's if right, you, if you if you ever come near me, I am going to murder every single one of you. But 
Don't text don't, me the word chimp. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm just, just fucking leave me alone. Go look at the list of code names and see if there's one I want to be. And like, it's it's very stupid not to like take that deal, but of course, because we need to have an action scene, um, uh, Chris Cooper has pressed the panic button, and the two goons from outside, three goons from outside, are on their way. And what we have to have is the silliest action scene in the whole movie. Um, it really sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of comes out of nowhere and is a bit pointless, but sort of shit. He like shoots really? two guns side by side. One of them is upside down. He's pulling the trigger with his pinky. He like yeah, it's kick, kick, kicks a body over a thing and rides it down to the floor, shooting a guy perfectly on the way down. Yeah, it's, it's kind of silly. Uh, mm, doesn't belong really. Yeah. Um, but they yeah, would not let him. Fit. They want they wanted to rewrite and rewrite and rewrite the ending, and this is the one that we got, which I think mm. is kind of weak. Um, and then we see we see that we have, of course, one Treadstone guy remaining, the weird-looking German guy. Um, yeah, his as... name is Zorn. Like, his character's name is Zorn. I don't know oh. what his... Is. He's called Zorn, which mm. is very funny to me, like Jason Zorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but he's, he's, he's been... One last um, guy. He, he's been waiting. You think he's he like... He's a professor of forensic medicine. Yeah, you think he's there to kill Jason Bourne because you see Bourne limping out of the safe house and him waiting in a car with uh, with a silenced pistol for him, but instead he is there to kill Chris Cooper, to kill Conklin, uh, as like tidying up after himself. Brian Cox has mm-hmm. had him killed mm-hmm. using his own death squad. Yeah, um, and that 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 at least I like. It's very like um, a perfunctory. There's not he doesn't say anything or mm-hmm. anything. He just shoots him uh, three times and leaves. Um, it's and then we, one of those, like, yeah. it would be made worse if there was, like, a line, right? Yeah, absolutely. If there was a line at all. It's, and it, it, uh, Ronan does this a lot as well, where, like, no, he's killed him because he needed to be killed. Like, yeah. there's no reason to be, like, here is my line, yeah, here's my exposition about absolutely. why this had to happen. What would be You're the point in to saying Put it together yeah. yourself. And then we see back in back in dc that um uh, brian cox is testifying to to an oversight committee and the thing that i like is that like treadstone he goes oh yeah that's that's wound down already it's uh, it's kind of a non issue and they just go okay fine it's like one line item mm-hmm. and you get the sense that he has like dozens and dozens and dozens of them um and i i, I like that a lot um this is we, really good yeah yeah and we just get <laughs> It's just good. We get, we, we get a fucking happy ending because uh, he, he Jason Bourne goes to Mykonos where uh, in Greece, where Marie has set up a scooter shop. Uh, he's she's using the like bank bag that he had all of his money in as a planter too, which I really like. Uh, just yeah. as a nice little mm-hmm. detail. Um, and you know they, they they reunite and they kiss, and it's a happy ending. Um, this I, this is a great fun. ending. If good. like I, we I finished this movie and I was like fantastic, and then. And then I wonder was like, what happens if, in the first ten minutes of the next movie. Anyone yeah. was to ever come up to me post this movie and be like, "Yeah, I'm making a sequel to The Born Identity," I would mm. very sadly throttle them uh, with yeah. anything that I had on hand because this yeah, is a perfect it, fucking ending. Yeah, it ends, it ends Leave honestly. it. Yeah. They, Leave they, it. They, they, they four more. Yeah, they could. And and you try and think of a, a better way of starting a sequel than just killing Marie outright. Really? She's, she is fucking done. I don't know she's, if they do. I haven't watched the fucking she, she, thing. But she's like, up there with the dog so in terms done. of the lifespan. Oh, yeah. I like her. terrible. Well, I mean, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll get into that because the plan is. I'm not is really that too gonna... interested in like the adventures of, of Jason Bourne autistic well, fisherman. This is, this, is, this is a dictatorship. And as uh. such, <laughs> I'm forcing both of you to, to follow me through to Jason like... Bourne's fish adventures. Um, Let's keep that bit going. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really like, yeah, Raised I, I, by Fisherman. I, I so think funny. so, yeah. His fish powers. Um, well, I mean, we, I think that was a good movie, but we have a more objective measure than that. We do, We're testing out a new scientific measure, because the scum system, that's for James Bond. We can't mm. judge Jason Bourne by James Bond's standards. Instead, yeah. what we have is the girth system. Yes. Yeah, you may uh, remember this from our The Rock episode with Andrew Law. So, the girth system, we're intending to, to figure out how obsessed this movie is with glory, intellectualism, respecting the troops, and heterosexuality. So Out of 007. Out of 007. Out of 007. So, so forget our roots. For glory, how much... I think this movie is positively anti-glory. I think um, it is, too. Absolutely. I think the it's only... going to be a low one. The only problem with this is that it does want you to be able to like still do all of the cool things. It wants you to still have the wipe transition power. It still wants you to have the the, the autism powers, and you have to like actually be better at them than all the people who want to. Yeah, do Yeah, it. it's it's a movie that's fighting against its main character. Like its framing mm. is completely mm. different to how its main character actually feels about what's happening. Definitely, like he doesn't want to do this, but it's just like. Isn't it cool that he's doing this? I, I like, could, no, I could, not really. I could still do a very low, something like a one out of seven. I this. think I agree there. All right. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm happy for this movie to be quite low because that'll mm. give an interesting narrative when we're talking about the Sequel next it, few. Yeah. Now, intellectualism. What do we? What do we think this movie's attitude to intellectualism is? Well, we we originally kind of developed this part of the spectrum because. There are some movies about masculinity that are very much like, ah, shut up, nerd. Like, mm. being clever is like being shoved in a locker and stuff. I feel like this movie, again, it's going to be pretty low. I think so. I think so. Like, J Jason Bourne is not portrayed as, like, an anti-intellectual. He doesn't, if anything, he thinks about stuff too much. Mm -hmm. um, the other guy's codename is The Professor. Like, Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, I, in fact... I, I would come back to the scene where she's just like, have you, have you tried being normal and just asking people for things? Mm -hmm. That's... <laughs> to which he reveals, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have considered doing that, actually. I, I think this might be a one as one well. One again, yeah. Yeah, one again. Now, respecting the troops. This is pre-9-11, spiritually. It, it, it respects the CIA only enough to give them convenient outs in the form yes. of, like, Wombosi is, like, shaking down the CIA, or this is a rogue CIA operation. Um, the, also, the CIA aren't really portrayed as troops in a way that they would be in a lot of later movies. Mm -hmm. They're not like interchangeable with the military. Um, I I don't know. Like I, a two? It could be I a lot worse. This, I think this could be a two. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, and then heterosexuality. Well, there is heterosexuality in this. Um, that no one is Which gay. That's why in we the, cannot recommend identity. it. That's true. I'm afraid so. <laughs> I don't need to see that shit, man. <laughs> it's fine. I just don't have to shove it down our throats, it. Just, yeah, you know? That's... Yeah, absolutely. Um, just, just keep it away from, like, it shouldn't be taught in schools. <laughs> I, I don't think this movie has a lot to say about it other than that, like, uh, what works for, for Jason Bourne in terms of his charm is his earnestness, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and not being a massive fucking creep. And I, I think that kind of, like, no, that's quite nice. So I think I think you could go yeah. like lower. I could go like two. I could three. go two as well. I, mean, I think that like part of him getting away and having a normal life is having this kind of like he gets to like have a girl in his life. You know, mm. um, yeah. that's kind of part of like hey, actually being a normal guy is is like having a relationship with a woman. Yeah. Well, what I yeah. will, will really say for you. it is that 
like a lot of movies like this, it's not like she's taming the monster or anything, right? Like, no, he he no. just wakes up and he's he just gets better. I mean, it's it's sort of you've got a spectrum, right, of waking up um, and being like, oh shit, I don't remember anything that's happened to me beforehand. I need to piece together what's going on. And one side is is this movie where he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm really cool, but like I don't actually want to be I d- this yeah, shit. I don't want to be. I want to be normal. And on yeah. the other side is uh, the video game Disco Elysium. <laughs> where you wake up and are like, oh, I'm the world's biggest fuck up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh- it would have been quite funny if like, if when she kissed him, he was like, I don't actually know if I'm straight. Like, <laughs> he's like, hold on. Thought initiated. I've never had to think about this one. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, he, he, he does kind of get like sex in a relationship as a reward mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the movie. But like, it's portrayed, I think, relatively... I guess deftly. So I'm I'm yeah, happy yeah. with the two here. Yeah, um, um, that gives it a total of one, two, three, four, five, six. Which uh, that's low. I don't that's know whether that's good. I don't know whether it's lower than The Rock. Um, well, Absolutely. we can't compare it to Scum, right? Um, no, but you know, six no. is our starting point for for Jason Bourne. So well done. Let's Absolutely. see how the sequels handle this. And of mm. course, we do we do still have to award a Kaufman star to my man Castell. Uh, at, just uh, my god, what perfect. a king. He yeah. enters, f- he fucks shit up, he leaves, and boy does he ever leave. Uh, Vaini, He's there for one scene uh, and he changes our lives. How do you say like Vaini Vini Vici that's just like I came, I lost and left? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have a, a or a good night? I for no this, reason to not I keep this going. I don't for this. I feel like because um, the crime scene is is usually for bad guys who go above and beyond in killing James Bond, which I feel like that's may- just Castell again, really. Yeah, exactly. Like, Maybe we should fuse the Kronstein and the Kaufman into one. I, I yeah, I'm I'm happy with like a double award of both to okay. Castell here. The yeah, the good like cross here. I I don't know. If we Maybe have we can one. organically mint our own new rewards as we go forward. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. A special commendation of some kind to Castell for that shot. Go and look yes. at that shot on YouTube. Absolutely. Hell, we could Perfect. do we could we could Perfect do team. like a Castell award. For unintentional uh, no, comedy. <laughs> I, I, no, that's a Kaufman. Yeah, 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 yeah true. So He's even German. Like, what are you oh, gonna do yeah, about true. it? Oh my god. Yeah. Well, no, we'll see. Perfect. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Defenders right myself. Stuttgart. <laughs> well, thank you very much, uh, listeners. Don't Master. forget to uh, get live show tickets when they're that's available. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, they should next... be available by the time this is out. Mm. Um, I still need yeah, to confirm with the venue, but that's gonna be a Tomorrow we're excited. I do that, so. We're excited to see all of you. You can excited also buy shirts. You can buy yeah. posters. Um, yeah, do, you do can. Shit, great point. Great fucking. When does this come out? Hang on. <laughs> this comes out uh, on Tuesday the fifteenth. Okay, until it might actually be over now. You may or may not be able to buy shirts or posters. There you know. What? Yeah. Okay. Until left. until the end of the day on Wednesday the sixteenth, like GMT, you can still pre-order. The shirts. Mm. I'll keep it going for one extra day, Perfect. just in case. Our next mainline episode of I Guess Kill oh. Jason Bourne is oh. going to be the Bourne Supremacy. So one of the funniest posters I've ever seen. If you look at the poster for this, it's so good. It's he's holding a sniper rifle, but he's looking like the sniper rifle is pointing off the screen. He's looking straight towards the camera, and he's got one eyebrow raised. Like, ooh, great. Perfect. That's 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 gonna be the episode art for the next one. The episode art for this one might be if we can fit it into a square image Castell going perfectly over the balcony. Mm. 
If not, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been killed, Jason Bourne. I'm gonna I'm Jason gonna Bourne. say this with the same questioning intonation until I finally get into it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mid-season break. Absolutely. This isn't a map yet. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Mwah. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. I've said it at the start, but I'm going to say it again here. You have exactly one day, if you're listening to this, the instant that I have released it, to pre-order the shirt or the poster or the combo of both where you save a fiver. You have to go to killjamesbond.com store and chuck that in. I am ordering all of them. I'll be ordering them during the day on like the 17th. So, so if you want some, then that would probably be the thing to do. Um... Kill James Bond will return in two weeks' time for the next Bourne film, which I know I just said on the recording, but it's been like two weeks and I don't remember what the next Bourne film is. Um, but if two weeks is simply too long for you to wait, what you could do is head on over to our Patreon. Um, and next week, our bonus episode is to continue something of a theme we've got going. Police Story, number one, starring Jackie Chan. Speaking, of course, of our wonderful patrons, special thanks to our £15 and above patrons, and those are Christine Fox, Forks Winchester, Paint McCalla, Jack Holmes, George Rohack, Thomas Oberhart, British Pterodactyl, Sol, Nikki, Phil West Music, Carolyn Tankersley, Max Kapinski, Benno Rice, Kit Devine, Michael Lada, Amanda Rock, Max Gaiman Hart, Jonathan Gerd, Dread Pirate Robin, Hell Blood Hands, Jay Martindale, Kentucky Fried Commie, Ellie Without the E, Jack Bushel, Field Commissar, Jen Jen, Sydney Steckle, Top O, Big Titty Goth Girl, Mothman, Timothy Bajorni, Trip, E.B. Olivia, Harper, full name, hello, uh, Charlie in the Closet, Jenna and Port, Tardis in Paris, Elizabeth Cox, Zoe Shepard, Finn Ross, Alfredo, Avery Darling, Philippa Smith, I make Devon say this out loud, Al Irwing, Wolfie, Raul Leal, David Wickramaratna, Richard Drum, James Knapman, Lucy Keeley, Millie, Craig Fingersuck, how you doing big man, uh, Josh Simmons, Bon LeBon, Robbie Morgan, Penny Banks, and Tristram Wolf. it's probably not Wolf. it's got two O's, Tristram Wolf. Uh, yeah, man, fucking. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Devon, Alice, Abigail, Nate Pathay, Maddie Lubchansky, uh, Tom Allen. Love ya.